jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. sure what the statute of limitations is on holiday and Christmas songs after Christmas, but yeah. I think you make an exception for uh, Miss Mamie here. I mean, I have no recollection of that, but I guess, did we, did you ask her to sing on Mondays with Mamie at some point? I mean, give me some, because that was pretty heartwarming right there. Hey, I figured we'd throw that in there. That was uh, a Christmas week uh, when she was still with us many, many years ago and uh, just said, hey, would you mind singing us Jingle Bells? And she did, and I oh, dug it up a while ago, sheesh. and I forgot to play it at Christmas week. I said, hey, you know what? It's December 28th. Why not? It does. It, it is interesting to delve into any sort of Christmas culture after the 25th, like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was on last night. It was December 26th, and I was like, am I watching this? Like, what am I doing? I, I watched it, but there was some about it that kind of felt a little different. Yeah. Then, like, on the 25th, you're just all in on it, you know, and the 24th, or even prior, Terrell, prior to the 24th, you're all in on it. Yeah. I knew you'd go there. Um, it's true because, uh, like my wife and I, and we took the kids, we went to the Charlotte Motor Speedway nice. where they have this unbelievable setup with Christmas lights. It's set to music. It's incredible. It took two hours to get in. Like you're just driving around waiting to get, like we were, we were doing laps before we got to the speedway. <laughs> they're just, they're getting you warmed up. They're getting you, they're, they're getting you warmed up for what's about to happen when you go inside. We went through our pre-show walkthrough there, pre-light show walkthrough. <laughs> and so uh, but then we got in, and we and we did it. It was great. But And I remember Kelly saying, you know, I bet you it's less crowded. Maybe we should come after Christmas next year. And I said, I don't want to see any lights yeah. after Christmas. It, like, you're just not in the mood you, anymore, you right? Come, you like, come downstairs on the 26th, and you're like, what is this, this tree? Get this tree out of here. <laughs> What are these ornaments? Get them out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Isn't it weird? Like, you go from all in on it to all out on it in a span <laughs> of one day. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know what the analogy is. I mean, yeah, my swimming pool's open all year, but let me tell you, after Labor Day, there's nothing special about <laughs> we're this. Not like, we're not, we're not doing any swimming. <laughs> I, you, you tweeted something, and I got a question for it. I want to I I dive into some yep. Elf on a Shelf talk here for a second. First of oh, all, yeah. when is, and I, sh- I could have just wikipedia this, when did the Elf on the Shelf start? Because I don't recall any Elf on the Shelf when I was growing up, and it wasn't just a ball. Like, no one at my elementary school was doing this. Is this, give me the, give me the origin, the beginning of the Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf started, Elf on the Shelf started around mid 2000 the aughts, about 04, 05, 06-ish, I okay. think, is when it, it started. About when so, Florida was winning back-to-back couple... national titles with Billy Donovan. Is that what you're telling me? I yeah, need, I wanted that's to how say you that. have to tell me when things happened. I wanted to say that, but I didn't know if that would jingle any bills. 
so I didn't didn't use the basketball reference there. But yes, um, so some people wrote a book, uh, and they wrote the book because I guess one of the women who was a part of this, that was something her family did. And they said, you know what, we should go, we should launch this nationally. Like, yeah, sure, that'll be a big hit. And now... 15 years later, everyone's doing the Elf on the Shelf. It's become this billion-dollar, I'm just going to say trillion-dollar industry. Trillion-dollar industry. It's on Shark Tank. has to be. That's right. And, uh, you know, Mr. Wonderful said, I'm out. I'm out. And and they uh, didn't have to give up any You're not an entrepreneur. You're a wantrepreneur. I'm out. I'm Mark Cuban. (laughs) That's pretty much what happened when they got pitched Elf on the Shelf. That's right. They pitched it like, okay, what are your sales? Right now, we're in the prototype stage. I'm out. I'm out. That's pretty much what was this happening. Sounds, this sounds more like a hobby than a business. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's a good business for you. I don't know how I'd get my money back. Very niche. You're too early. I'm out. That's right. Too early is always thing. Oh, too early. Too early. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> well, how about I'm right on time, pal? Um, so they did the Elf on the Shelf. And so Cohen was, let's see, he was born in 2010. So it was about when he was almost two. I think I just turned two. So about when Butler lost to Duke in the national title game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, uh, 20... <laughs> so about when Gordon Hayward uh, was missing the bank shot around then. Is that what you're, is that what you're kind of telling me? Let's see what happened here. No, this was uh, this was when. Uh, well, what was in 2013? I'm going to 2000. Louisville, this is, I think. Uh, Louisville. 20- Luke Hancock was doing his thing for that yick and wang. All right. So 2012, uh, December 2012. That March of 2012 was when uh, Kentucky Davis. beat Kansas yeah. for the national championship. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I had to Google these things. Don't make me Google these. I things, don't Jerry. want to don't Google much. Google. We've already Googled too much. We've Googled Elf on a Shelf. We've Googled college basketball national champions. There's already way too much Googling going on. So, okay, so when you so you, you got Cohen. This, yeah, I mean, because this is foreign to me. Yeah, so we got into it, um, and he – it sounds like we argued. We got into it, and uh, – we, we argued hard about it, but we ultimately went with the Elf we on bought- the Shelf. We bought the book, Elf on the Shelf, and then in the book, it comes with an elf, and they say, hey, you can name your elf. And I remember sitting in the glider in the rocker with him and saying, hey, what do you want to name this elf? And he just kind of mumbled, Bobby. And I'm like, Bobby? I'm like, yeah. Perfect. Here we are eight years later, and it's still Bobby, and the elf hides, and everyone is, everyone's all in on it, all four kids. and they. Yeah. And here's what I said, and here was the tweet that I sent out. I said, when I was growing up, I was full of excitement on Christmas Eve, knowing that Santa was coming. But now, my kids are full of sadness on Christmas Eve, knowing their elf is leaving. Yes. Thanks a lot, entrepreneurs. And it's true. There are kids all across the country when it's Christmas Eve that are in tears because their elf is leaving. It, it shows up the day after Thanksgiving, and it leaves Christmas Eve, and that's it. Santa comes like, Santa, who cares? Yeah. Bobby's gone. That's exactly right, because Kim and I made a split-second decision that we might have regretted. But Mava, as we're putting her to bed on Christmas Eve, so our elf is named Mia, and she realized, oh, my God, Mia's going to be gone. Can I go say goodbye to Mia? So I was kind of... You know, 
doing stuff in the kitchen or whatever. And then Mava comes trotting back down with Kim. And it's like, I want to say goodbye to Mia. And I'm like, okay. And Kim and I kind of look at each other and we, we decided, do you want to give Mia a hug goodbye? Even though you're not supposed to touch because that ruins the powers. But the way we thought of it was give her, give me a hug goodbye because Santa can, there's room in the sleigh you could toss Mia in the sleigh and hitch a ride back to the North Pole. You don't need the 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 powers for Christmas Eve going back because Santa's got it. Bad move, good move. What are your thoughts? 951-1620. Light them up. I love when we take calls like we're a radio show. I did do it. What are your what are your thoughts? 951-1620. Give us your thoughts. Good move, bad move. Hugging the elf, Christmas Eve. 951-1620. <laughs> Um, well, I can just imagine. So he says, I want to give Mia a hug. And you say, yeah, I was talking to Mia. And, she, and Mia would like to give you a hug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we have given the, uh, we've done the elf hug Christmas Eve okay, for years. Good, good, good. Because, and that's the only time they are allowed to touch Bobby. And the way you justify it is he's going to lose his powers, but he will go back, and this is it. This is the only time you can hug him because he's going back. Gotcha. And okay. he's not I coming back. So he doesn't need yeah. his powers to come back because he's gotcha. not coming back, and that's it. And so it's a big deal like, yeah. when they can oh. touch him. And there's tears. We had tears in our house. And I just said, Kelly, stop it. <laughs> Kelly, get it together, okay? Get it together for the kids <laughs> this time. Mava was cr- – I mean, when she got to hug Mia and, like, her – it was like – her blew her mind that she actually got to like hug me is nuts but yeah so elf on the shelf crazy stuff nine five one sixteen twenty. where do you come out on that crazy stuff not crazy stuff parents talking to you <laughs> i had a people i had a couple people uh, texting saying hey thanks for that tweet because it reminded me uh that i've got to figure out where the elf's going to be hiding next <laughs> i was thinking about if that uh if that got uncovered in like the summer that would be like Whew. You think Area 51's what? got some questions around it. Try finding your elf on a shelf in the middle of the summer. Let me tell you that. You think, you, you think there's curiosity and questions. That'd be a bad deal. Now, I will say, we, we do have uh, listeners ages like, you know, 4 to about 10 or 12. We do skew very younger. We what do. we are talking about is sometimes, you know, what happens is the elf... Uh, leaves Christmas Eve and then sometimes gets lost, and you know, like they they like to vacation well, yeah, and then in the middle can. of yeah. yeah or whatever middle of June or July, you see the elf like in your in your living room. You're like, whoa, yeah. what are you doing here? And, and the parents would have to explain because it's hard to explain. It really it is, is when the elf's is. on vacation. It is that it is. What do you got for um, me today? What else you got, Doug? I don't know. I mean, this is one There's of no those. Like, now it, now we really. Touchdowns. All right. Speaking of which, so your holiday hits was a big hit. Yeah. The the Greg Sharp holiday hits. Did you? Was there any reaction amongst your family or friends with the Greg Sharp seeing the holiday <laughs> hits? Does anyone listen to the podcast that you know? Oh, of my parents are huge your, fans. Your my parents, are, they loved it. Kim, Kim especially loved it because it was all your idea. <laughs> anything, anything oh, that I'm geez. like, I need to start tricking her and be like. I don't know. Was this my idea or Schick's idea? Uh, we'll figure it out whether or not you think it's funny or not. She was, because it was all your idea, she thought it was funny. But, it was, yeah, it was, it was – she doesn't – she's so over me and my humor. It's just not even funny. Oh, yeah. But. Well, it's it, – I mean, it's like uh, 
you know, my kids think my brother is the funniest guy in the world. And I want to look at them and go, we're the same guy. <laughs> like, it's, it's, the same, it's the same type of humor. But the difference is it's just different because it comes out of somebody else's mouth, yeah, right? It's that's somebody all else's it is. So like, I just, some people just need a break, yeah. you know? So- she wants to go on a break with me from a humor standpoint. You know, it's pretty much what what it is. But man, did that! I gotta tell you, your the production of the production of the holiday hits was tremendous. I I hope somewhere Greg Sharp got to listen to that and enjoyed it on some level because I tell you what, I, I hope I so. listened to it a few times and I was crying every single time. It's just it's just so my favorite. My favorite part was the <laughs> was the the Nebraska soybean board. But not only that. It was after that ended, and I want to see if I could. I want to. <laughs> I want to see if I can find this here real quick, because my favorite part wasn't actually when it aired. It was right after we ran it, and you laughed, and the way that you mentioned Rudolph was brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board. <laughs> was one of the classic moments in this show, and I hope it didn't get uh, lost in the shuffle here. Let me, uh, let me find this. So this was... So, so here's when we were talking about the... And if you haven't heard it yet, Greg Sharp sings the holiday hits. Um, exactly it was uh, just a fake, com- <laughs> a fake commercial for a fake holiday album yeah. that people... And people did say, hey, you should have had... You know, the, the B-side was <laughs> Matt Davis... <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Huge jingle bells, huge Rudolph. <laughs> I have no idea what Frosty was thinking on that. <laughs> so here is uh, Nick's reaction to it. This was uh, right after he had heard it. Frosty, the snowman. <laughs> Who is brought to you by the Nebraska? Rudolph brought to you by the Nebraska? So be- <laughs> yeah, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer was brought to you by the Nebraska. <laughs> That is the part that I listened to four times because no one has ever laughed and said this while they're laughing. This sentence. Nebraska soybean board's never been that fired up about the Nebraska soybean board. Oh, wow. The Red Nose Reindeer's brought you on the Nebraska soybean board? I almost phrase it like it's a question in the middle of it. You know, it takes a different tone halfway through the soybean board. How could I ever have any self-esteem? So good. It's bad. Just so good. Um, Holy jeebers. Good. But it was well received. It was well received. That was my favorite, too. It was fun. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer will always be brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board. From here on out, it's officially been changed. Those are the words. We got... we did get a text. Uh, we have a mutual friend who's in the broadcast business who sent us a text saying we have ruined Husker broadcasts and Christmas. That's not good. 
Two of the most sacred <laughs> things. What else is there? Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> Name two more sacred things to Nebraskans. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Apologize. I don't think I'll ever look at Rudolph the, the same. What is third on the list for Nebraskans? I don't know. <laughs> the co- the College World Series. It's not the College World Series. I don't know. I don't even know what would be on, oh. what would be third on that. Oh man, Rib Fest just... in Lincoln. <laughs> Rib Fest, <laughs> Oscar football, <laughs> Christmas, and, and then Rib, rib Fest. fest. Who wants to eat ribs in the middle of the summer? I've never understood the timing of Ribfest. Who wants to be like, it's it's oh. 98 with a heat index of 104. You know what time it is? It's time to go get some ribs outside. <laughs> I mean, who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, everyone. Ribfest has been canceled, but guess what? It's time for Chili Fest. <laughs> Seriously. Chili Fest. Chili Fest in July? Yeah, let's have a Popsicle Fest in December. Seriously, where's the Good ice cream joke. festival? <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Um, so we appreciate all the uh, the text and the tweets. I'll get to some more uh, tweets in a minute here. This is from uh, an emailer, uh, Matt, who emailed us at laugh at com. He says, I was a loyal radio listener and thrilled when you created the Chicken Nick Show podcast. I have a four-year-old daughter, <laughs> Annalise, who's been in the car with me a couple of times while your podcast was starting or ending she absolutely loves the theme song, which she calls the Shikinix song. She starts singing it on her own and will often ask me to play it for her. She once told me, I wish I could meet a real Shikinix, mm. which made me think of Nick's famous read a book quote. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt. Which my wife, by the way, Kelly, <laughs> said today. She goes, uh, hey, uh, you know what? While you were outside uh, doing uh, garage work, I went and I decided I'm going to read. I'm going to read a book. She goes, you know what? You know, like Nick used to say. Ah, no, she did it. <laughs> she did. She did. And um, Do we have it? Let's see here. Read a book. Uh, this is so she, bad. Here we go. This was uh, a soundbite taken straight out of context. Like, But it makes Nick sound so stupid, and we loved playing it. Here we go. I mean, I wish for once I could read a book. <laughs> Which I believe the context of that was, like, read a book before it becomes a movie, that was right? what, Yes, that what that's what it was. I, the full was, I wish for once I could read a book that got turned into a movie. And, of course, you cut it. What Do we have me saying I want to play in the WNBA? Do we have that? Oh, yes, that's it. That's another classic. Yep, hold on here. It's another out of... Here we go. This is you. <laughs> so this was, I believe the context was you wondering how many people grow up saying they want to play in the WNBA. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but we course, just said, how about we do this? I want to play in the WNBA. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Those are my two of my best out of context drops. <laughs> oh, I don't know which one's better. The book one's fantastic. The book one's really good. Because I pause, uh, too. Just... I really pause. Like, okay, what does he wish for? You know, like, you're, like, hanging on. It's like, what is he going to wish for here? Man, hold on, man. Hey, shut up, man. He's going to wish for something really important. I mean, I wish for once. What? 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 I could read a book. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's amazing. This guy is tricked um, me. But uh, so this email continues. 
says, so it made me think of the book quote. She she doesn't know any of the famous bits or know about your great impressions or Nick's distinctive laughs, but she's off to a great start. And then he sent a video. Goes, this is a video of my daughter uh, singing Ooh. here. Me asking, it says, this is her asking uh, to play the Chicken Nick song. Let me see if we can uh, if we can get this here. Chicken Nick, Chicken Nick show. Here we go. <laughs> can you do it again? What? This song. Me? Yeah. Chicken Nick, Chicken Nick, Chicken Nick show. Here we go. Oh, my God. That isn't the most heartwarming. I mean, sheesh. Just melting over here. That's great. Just makes you feel good. Makes you feel good. We We are big. What is it about us that we really appeal to five-year-olds, four-year-olds, and below? I mean, we belong on Sesame Street. Is there... You know what I'm saying, Doug? I don't know. Let me see. Is is there something that we could? Uh, why do you think we apply? We we you know really are big hits with little kids. The red nose are in here. Brought you with a Nebraska soybean farm. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll appeal to the youngins out there. That's why it happens here. Uh, oh, here's this other one. <clears throat> he said, "This is a video of her telling me." Uh, that she will sing the song for her preschool teacher and tell her that's the only bit. So <laughs> she sings the song. And that's it to her teacher yeah, here. I like this. Uh, let's see here. You'll tell her what? And I'll tell her that she can make, she can make, she can make. So here we go. I'll tell her that's that's the only bit. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell her that's the only. That's bit. it. That's all I got. It's the only the, thing I know. That's all it's I got. The only for thing you. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, try out for Saturday Night Live. Vi- that's all it's gonna be. I'm gonna tell Lauren Michaels. Sure. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, we do have some others that we'll play throughout uh, the weeks to come because we will have time to fill, and we do appreciate. Man, right? With no Husker football, all of a sudden you're like cranky, brother. What are we gonna cranky. do? I don't know. What? Could you imagine hosting a local ra- sports talk radio show right now? What Who? are you talking about? How could you do that? I don't understand how those people could do that. Like. I, I'm with. Sometimes I'm like, how did I do that for ten years? And that's ten something. years, dog. Your boy was just in it. Was in the thick of it. When I was in the thick of it with you, we could just audible to nonsense. When your boy was solo, ain't no audible into nothing. <laughs> I mean, it was. All right, coming up next, the it top was... five things I want to see from Nebraska in the spring game. <laughs> Offensively and defensively. Number one, I want to see better tackling. You know, you gotta you gotta pursue the ball and you gotta wrap up. It was far too miss many missed tackles. That's number one. Number two, uh, defensively, I want to see a pass rush. I mean, is it too much to ask? Like uh, coming up next, I'll give you a three through one of what I want to see from the Husker football team in the spring game. Now that's what we're doing. Now we get to laugh about the soybean board. It's true. Like, I remember back in the day going, okay, let's map out the week. What does the week look like? And thankfully, 
<gasps> we had a show that was so personality driven that sometimes the best shows were we we had nothing. No doubt. But there was like it's very easy to look back and go, oh, we had that was easy. Like we were able to do that. Okay. But there was this day to day. You know, we were always the show that was like we felt we had to prove ourselves every single day and going, man, what are we going to talk about? What do we have? And it, it's not until eight years later that we realize we wasted so much time with topics. So I much know. Time. We should have never even tried to talk about anything. You know, maybe one segment on a Monday during football season, we talk about the game. Other than that, it's all nonsense. Right. Far too much real topics. But honestly, I feel like our best shows were like in the thick of July, like dead in the middle, like when there was zero going on, we were, we, those were the most enjoyable days to me, you know? I mean, there was, there was pressure from within. There was pressure like, okay, you guys, hey, we started this morning show. We're leaning on you. You better deliver. And there was also this, hey, we're a Husker show. We have to talk Huskers. We have to talk Husker football. But if there was no management, if they just said whatever you want to talk about is fine, we would have talked about nothing having to do with Nebraska football. No. Like, not at all. It'd have been it'd have been total nonsense. I don't. I feel for those dudes, man. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's tough. I mean, because I was like, when we were getting ready to do this pod, I was like, what are we really going to hit on today? You know, if we want to talk Nebraska, like what? Now this is an. Ex- I mean, like there's literally like the season just ended yeah. and like. So right. it's a weird spot, but yeah, I don't, I, it's, it's tough out there in the, in the Nebraska streets. My, yeah. It's tough. Uh, you know, the Nebraska soybean. soybean <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this might, that might have to be the name of this episode. The Nebraska. Someone. I love the names of the podcast. Well, last last week's, of course, was uh, I'm fed up. This is big red football, which when you really think about it, when you really get down to the nitty gritty is the slogan for Nebraska football for the last 10 years, is it not? Right. So you could if you don't get the show, you could just read that podcast title. And be like, oh, this is just like this is a legitimate Nebraska football discussion that they're going to get into, not knowing that this was going to be some specific <laughs> small thing that's a running joke with always talking about Greg Sharp and doing a impre- – you know, like, that, that's the beauty of it. It's like some non-list, you're like, ooh, okay, yeah, they're going to recap Nebraska football. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in on this. What is – then you start it, and you're like, what? What, what is this, you know? <laughs> There's no breaking down the line of scrimmage nah. in this episode. Nah. No, we're not going to do that. Hear now. that here. This is wrong, people. Wrong. 7.35 left in the game. Yep. We're taking one as well. I'm fed up. This is Big Red Football. <laughs> it's great. Tremendous. It should be It should be on a shirt. It yeah. should be on bumper stickers. Yes. It should be everywhere. I'm fed up. This is Big Red Football. This is the life of a Husker football fan. You're fed up. I think, you know, in 1994, the slogan for Nebraska football that season was unfinished business, right? Because they lost in 93 to Florida State. It was unfinished business. I think they should just embrace it. 2021 Nebraska football. I'm fed up. This is big red football. That's what it – put it on the That's what you got to do. That's it. I'm fed up. This is big red football. <laughs> it would kind of work, right? So uh, my, my father does listen to the episodes, and he said, 
he goes, hey, we talked on Christmas. He goes, hey, I listened to the the um, Fed Up episode. He goes, that was probably the best. Like, that's about as good as it gets. Like, he's like, I'm <laughs> laughing. I, he goes, I listened. I had a couple of friends listen to it. I'm like, how do you even introduce it to people? Like, hey, check this out, right? But <laughs> but he said what he says to them. He has guys who listen to the show, listen to the podcast, and he has to tell them. Now, imagine they used to do this three hours a day, five days a week. <laughs> This is we're doing this for 45 minutes once a week, 50 minutes, maybe an hour once a week. We used to do three hours a day, (laughs) five days a week. I don't that like that is fun as it was. That cost us a lot of energy and emotion because there was so much laughter, crying just so much like it wasn't work it wasn't a job but you were we exhausted were at the end, at the end, of, end 20- of it you were kind of like <laughs> you- a good exhausted but you were exhausted when i would get home i was just like right. man i'm i'm wiped my face hurts my abs hurt i'm gonna die three years young three three years sooner yeah. because of uh what we did from 2009 to 2012 but yeah i don't even know how to yeah, some people are like, oh, so we I'm like, yeah, you know, I got this, I got a couple podcasts, one chicken. I'm like, well, what's chicken now? I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. I don't, I really don't even know where to begin explaining it to people. I really don't. I'm like, just give it a listen, give it a try. You'll, you're either with it or you're not. You'll get it sooner or later. You know, I mean, honestly, like, give, how can right. you summarize That's right. it? Listen. Listen to three episodes, and then if you still don't get it, listen to three more. <laughs> that's it. And then if you don't get it, just five more. That's it. <laughs> and then once you get through 37 episodes, get back to me. Well, but, how about this? See, this, but it's like, this, this yeah. I got a text. Matt Dorwart, former Creighton walk-on, played with Dougie and the boys, outstanding human being. He's a doctor now. Shouts out to the whole medical field. He, yeah. he texts me a picture today. It's the, the caption says, bad picture, but I saw it after filling up with gas and carny. I started laughing and couldn't really explain to my wife why. And it's a picture of Skeeter Barnes. That's all. It's just <laughs> Skeeter Barnes. <laughs> and Matt goes, I couldn't. I, but that's just it. How do you explain that to your Matt? You're trying to explain that to your wife. How do you explain that to your wife? What are you laughing at? No. Skeeter Barnes. Like, why? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it's in his podcast. It's like, you just, the, the, I don't know how you'd explain it. But I laughed really hard when I got that yeah. text today. The whole, <clears throat> I mean, people have said, hey, this thing brought to you by Buck Naked, Skeeter, <laughs> Skeeter Barnes. Barnes, Buck Naked Barbecue Sauce, so good you don't need sauce. Like, people <laughs> will email or tweet in, brought to you by this, so good you don't need it. Whatever the sponsor is. Like, right? it's just. It's great. So good. I can't believe that I really, I really thought that's what it was. And then the more I said it, it took me saying it out loud to other people for other people to go, why would it be so good you don't need? So I was like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I never thought of it like that. I swear to God, Greg Sharp <laughs> hit me with a ski, hit me with it. Skeeter Barnes book, Nick Barnes. Skeeter Barnes book. It really, I mean, that's like a party. It's your, your lips are partying when you say Skeeter Barnes book, naked barbecue sauce. I mean, your, your lips are like, oh, wow. <laughs> Popping and popping, it's incredible. <laughs> Gosh, it's one thing to have barbecue sauce, but Skeeter Barnes buck naked barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, we're, we're thirty-five all, we're minutes in, impacting. by the way. We haven't said a thing. I haven't said anything. 
Uh, we also are brought to you by Skeeter Bark Buck Naked Barbecue Sauce. We are brought to you by Buck Naked. Are we, ba- are we brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board? Rudolph! The Red Nose are in here. Brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> so good. So we're also impacting people when they're on vacation. Got this one from Scott, who emailed us at laughatchickennick.com. He says, <laughs> all right, I'll just read you the subject line, okay? Because those who listen to the old show will get it immediately. Those who haven't, I'll have to, I'll have to paint the picture for you. The subject is real rain. He goes, this is Scott emailing us from his honeymoon, okay? Okay. He goes, hey, folks, I'm out in Moria. Uh, I don't know if that's the way you pronounce it. Moria. Moria. French Polynesia. <laughs> French Polynesia. On my honeymoon. And turns out it's the rainy season. We just got hit by another intense squall chasing my wife inside the bungalow. After closing the door and I turned to her, I said, for maybe the fifth time this trip, we're getting real rain. <laughs> she, re- she responded predictably, quote, why the hell do you keep saying that? <laughs> quote. He says, thanks, guys. Love the show. And he even tweets, he texted us, uh, emailed us a picture of his bungalow. Of the real rain? Right on the Polynesian waters there. Okay, do you got... Was it Keith in Chicago? So Keith in Chicago was a longtime listener of the show and called in quite often. We had Husker fans. The great thing about Nebraska is people would live there, they would grow up there, and then they would leave from there. So we had fans all over the Midwest, all over the country. So we had Keith. Keith in Chicago was a caller who uh, frequented with uh, 951-1628-779-5166. Give us a call. Um, And one time he called in, and we're like, hey, Keith, how's it going? He's like... Hey, man, and he was about to go on some Husker take or something, but he wanted to let us know what the weather was, and he said, oh, man, we're getting real rain here. And and we're like, oh, okay, and then he kept going, and we cut out his topic, his drop, his little sentence about the rain turned into this legendary thing because no it has a staccato, it has a, he's catching his breath. Here is Keith in Chicago saying we're getting real rain. We're getting real rain. <laughs> so dumb. So, so dumb. stupid. For those but that were let down just... with that whole thing, I don't care. That still is just <laughs> fantastic to me. It was so we're good. We're getting real rain. <laughs> just never. I've never seen. I mean, we took Keith and, we're, and put him in various, you know, on-site meteoro- meteorology things and he would drop it. He would. He would let us know it's. We're getting real rain. It was tremendous. Keith in Chicago was great. So um, I, I guess we'll just uh, peter out here uh, with we uh, got. whatever you what teased else we're me with talk some about. last week, and I hope you're not going to let me down. Uh, what did I do last week? You teased me about Arizona. Oh, that's right. Okay, we got to do it. All right, you're right. Uh, be, before we do that, <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you reminded me because I actually it's one of my all-time favorite things. We've had these bowl games canceled right and left in honor of bowl games. We'll play one of the great clips in the history of our show. But, um, oh, man, I'm just thinking about it now. I can't even wait to hear it. Uh, 
All these bowl games are getting canceled. Uh, Iowa and Missouri, they're not playing in a bowl game because Crikey. of COVID issues and all this. And it kind of makes you wonder. Like, I understand when we're on the other side of this pandemic and maybe, you know, 100% of the world's got vaccinated. Who, who the heck knows what's going to happen? But eventually we'll get on the other side of this thing. We'll get back to normal. But will the Bulls ever get back to normal? Like, in terms of people wanting to play. Like, I just feel like this year... And yes, it's COVID related. I get it. But you're also realizing that you don't really need them. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, they opted out of this. Oh, I guess uh, we'll be fine. We got these other bowl games. We'll be fine. You always had players opting out. Now you've got teams opting out because of COVID. And I just wonder, with so much focus on the playoff, if we're just going to get more and more, I don't know, teams becoming less and less interested, more and more players opting out. Simply because they're just not the playoff. I, I just that. feel like this. But you're right. I mean, you wonder. You wonder if. I mean, I think we've thought about that for almost everything with this pandemic. Of like, are we going to look at everything, yeah. every industry, every little tidbit of things, and and go, well, why why did we do that, or why why did we think that was important, or why we should have been doing this the whole time? You wonder if a lot of people are going to realize, like, eh, going and playing a six and six team at some weird you know frosted flakes bowl like is this really do we really got to do this do we really is this really needed is it really necessary i i'm i don't know i mean there's also a world where everything snaps back and everybody's just so excited to do anything that resembles did you what say it snaps used. back snaps back Sn- snap back snaps snap back <laughs> and it's a tush up snap back martinez it's a tush up you wonder if when it's snap back What's going to happen? I wasn't the only one listening. I was not the only one listening to you. I guarantee there's someone on the podcast going, when you said snaps you back, just, I really wanted you to do Greg Sharp. Right. You can't You can't go over that without Greg Sharpen it up a little bit, you know? I mean, you just can't do it. You cannot do it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to want to get their bowl game right as much as they used to back yeah. in the day. I've always been pretty ho-hum about I mean, bowl games. Yeah. Um, and, and frankly, I just threw it out there just to get into this thing because, I, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, it is. Uh, I just want to get into this uh, final final thing. Uh, this is so would you set this up for yes. us uh, here? So do you remember what happened? If I'm not mistaken, this was a 2000. It was 2010. And it was no, it would have been. Two, yes, 2010. And Bo Pelini was having a media session before the Holiday Bowl. And Nebraska was playing Washington in the Holiday Bowl. But they had gone to the Holiday Bowl the year before in 2009 where they had played another team by the name of Arizona. And so I can only assume, and I'm not sure if we talked to anyone, that somebody got a call for an assignment that really wasn't on their beat to go cover the Holiday Bowl. And let's just say it was an epic fail of a question which created one of the great moments in Chicken Nick history. So we were alerted to this, and I can't remember if it was Niatawa or Sean Callahan. I for some reason thought it was Sean Callahan. Who said, hey, you're going to want to check this out. Like, they were at the bowl game. We never went anywhere, right? Our show is never... Never sent anywhere. Like Big Ten Media Days, they sent on Sportsmanlike Conduct. We stayed behind and played ambient hallway music to pretend we were there for the whole show. Three hours. Yeah. So just like ambient yeah. music, right? And uh, 
so we were alerted to this. We're like, okay, we gotta we gotta hear this. And remember the context of this too is that I believe this was Nebraska's last year in the Big Twelve, and there was a chance that they were. I think Mitch Sherman t- has told this story before. Uh, with the athletic that uh, they were going, there was a chance they were going to play Iowa. Maybe there was a, a chance to play them in a, in a bowl game, but right. Dan Beebe wasn't a huge fan of the, Hey, let's have a big 10 showcase for these two as yeah. they go out the door. So instead they get the rematch Horrible. with Washington. They had beaten them that year, right? Murdered them they, earlier they, in the year. Mur- they, they murdered them. First they absolutely- degree murder at Washington. They were, I mean, Jake Locker got shut down by the black shirts that day. But yeah, so it's a rematch of a game that happened earlier. It was horrible. Here's Taylor Martinez, heads to the end zone, touchdown, and get out the white chalk. Line up the uh, Washington Huskies. This thing is over. Uh, All right, so this was December 29th. So we are going on 10-year anniversary of this. This is great. December 29th, 2010 is when this aired. And this became a legendary moment in the show when we got word of this, played the audio, and just, I have not heard this in 10 years. Neither have I. This is a, a reporter asking about the wrong team because he obviously had gotten paid. He's like a stringer. Hey, can you go out, cover Nebraska, and do this? And he has no idea who they're playing in the Holiday Bowl in 2010. Let's listen. It was October 19th. Right. This was a Tuesday. This is the most awkward question ever asked during a Bo Pelini Tuesday Husker News Conference. Okay? So October really isn't a very good month for you, is it? Next question. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I'm not sure well, what that I'm means. I'm sorry. It was something you had said last week. Um, I was joking. Okay. That was it was a previous week when Bo joked, you know, October's not a good month for me or whatever it is. And the guy came back and said, October's not a very good month for you. Is it three days after they lost to Texas? Okay. And, of course, we all actually know how that actually went down when we pulled open the, uh, the audio. So October really isn't a very good month for you, is it? <laughs> Say it again. So October really isn't a very good month for you, is it? <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else? Thanks. <laughs> okay. Nice. One of the greatest bowplanes out of context in the history so true. of BPOX. Okay. So I want you to listen to this. This was after the Nebraska football practice yesterday. Bowplane talking to the media, and there's one guy there who obviously, well, I'll just let you listen. Okay. Bo, Arizona's got two quarterbacks who played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? For who? Prepare for that. For Arizona? Arizona. I guess I'm not following the question. Playing Washington. Exactly. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was last year. Yeah. Okay. No, you are. You tell me. You oh, you God. doctor that. You cut that out. Tell me, please. Just tell me right now. That's fake. I wish I could tell you that was fake. I wish you I could. Are absolutely joking. I I wish I could. This show likes to have a lot of fun. We do a lot of bopalini out of context and make reporters ask stupid questions when they actually did. <laughs> oh, no. This what? was one hundred percent entirely true. 
A reporter asked Bo Pelini about Arizona using two quarterbacks going into the Holiday Bowl. I'm speechless. Is that the most – you're speechless without speech. Is that one of the most incredible things you have ever heard in your life? That – Would you like to hear it again? Yes. Arizona's got two quarterbacks who've played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? You should prepare for that. For Arizona? Arizona. I guess I'm not following the question. My bad. (laughs) That was last year. (laughs) Who who corrected him? Who corrected him? I believe it was Keith Mann. I mean, that guy should just be immediately, like, fired. <laughs> All right. That's best. like, it's like, Bo, uh, you, you t- talk about the challenges that C.J. Spiller is going to present to your football team. <laughs> oh, whoops, that was that was two years ago. In the Gator Bowl. <laughs> In the Gator Bowl. Sorry. <laughs> different state, different everything, right? Just everything. Here's the best, the best part about this one. For who? Does that present... For who? For that. For Arizona. Okay, the best part about that is the guy keeps going, and my favorite part is at the end when Bo's going, for Arizona, and the guy goes, Arizona. Just listen to this. He just keeps going. Ready? Arizona? Arizona. What type of challenges does that present? For who? For that. For Arizona. 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 So now we've got another one to add to the Bo Pelini lexicon of questions. Ready? Cody. Zach who? Taylor. Arizona. Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) But the last one, I mean, but the last one, gosh, you're kidding me. What? I mean, what are you doing if you're this guy? What did he, what did he, what did he do? Josh, did he pick up a, (laughs) go ahead. No, I don't even know. Is he like from Is he like like McFly? Is he like from Back to the Future? Is he Biff with that almanac and he got confused? (laughs) He hopped back in the DeLorean. He went in the DeLorean and went to the wrong year for the wrong holiday bowl? Whoops. Doc sent me to the wrong year. I thought you were playing Erickson. Uh, We went to 88 miles an hour, and my flux capacitor was just not working properly. I hit 2009 instead of 2010. (laughs) I thought you were playing Arizona. <laughs> He's like, this guy's creepy. I'm envisioning the most Josh, creepy guy of Josh, all time. Joshy Wilson and says Liberace is a beat writer. Oh, Arizona's got two quarterbacks who've played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? For who? For, for Arizona. Arizona. I'm, I guess I'm not following the question. Exactly, my bad. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> did did Bo laugh? Hey, Schick, did Bo oh, laugh? I have no idea. I doubt it. I think he probably went, you know, did the typical nasally, uh, yeah. you're an idiot laugh, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of. This is why, see, this is this just does no David justice to media because this is why Bo and everybody hates the media because someone is so stupid, they're going to get up and ask about an opponent that they played last year. At least he didn't ask about how they're going to, you know, how they're going to handle the Huskies full court press, you know, or something like that. I mean, that you would have loved that. But this is the two, three zone that the Huskies are going to throw at you. Does that does that sound does that sound like Chuck from Oklahoma? 
Does that sound like Chuck from Oklahoma that called during the Big 12? Listen to this. Arizona's got two quarterbacks who played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? For who? Prepare for that. For Arizona? Arizona. Wonderful. 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 I guess I'm not following the question. Exactly. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was last year. Wonderful. Wonderful. That was Chuck in Oklahoma. I can't believe. Look, I don't. I don't even know what to say to this. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know where he's from. He's. You know, the good thing about it is everyone that goes to a bowl game, all media members, they all recognize each other. It's like a big family trip when you go. Everyone recognizes each other. You're used to each other's company. You're just in a different spot. And then you get one oddball who walks in and goes, "Okay, nobody knows. The coaches don't know him. The media doesn't know him." And he asks that question, you go, it's just like having a news reporter show up to football practice and ask something about, you know, how are you going to do on sixth down? You know, someone who doesn't understand the game. That's what that's like. It was, Justin says, that guy sounded like Jack Nicholson. Alex says, was that Ned Flanders? It kind of did sound like Ned. What? Here's my question. (laughs) Kevin Kugler says, is it is it the gay guy from Family Guy? I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Oh, no. You're not <laughs> playing Arizona. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. Was that question was that let's hope that was one of the first questions, because you think if that would have been maybe like the fifth or sixth question asked that he would have gathered that they're pl- that yes. Nebraska is playing Washington. Yes. You know what I mean? He probably thought the whole time these idiots asking about what Jake Locker what talking about. Do these guys? Do these seven guys who asked about Jake Locker even understand football? Anyway, what about this two quarterbacks? Oh no! Oh no! They think they're playing Washington. Oh no! Oh no! Sick! That's unbelievable. Oh, oh wow, man, that it's un- it's unreal. What? Unreal. That there's still so much to unpack with that, and there's still so many things that stick with me. I still, anytime in my head there is Arizona, it I have to in my head first say Arizona. Like I can't. It, I, Air, Arizona will always be Arizona. And then whenever I'm thinking of made up funny stupid questions, I always start with what type of challenges? What type of challenges? <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, let's what see. What type of challenges? <laughs> what type what of challenges? challenges? But what? So the thing that makes the the least amount of sense is how he knew immediately that he that it was last year. Like, so there must have been something that he doubted uh, the whole time because that's what's so weird. Because he asked the it's it's a confident question. You know what I mean? Like. It's a super confidently delivered question that's well thought out. But the second someone questioned it, he was like, oh, yeah, that was last year. My bad. Yeah, Keith Mann. You can hear Keith Mann going, we're playing Washington. And there's a gap. The gap between when he says, for who, Arizona, and then there's a pause. Let's that present. For who? Prepare for that. For Arizona. 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 I guess I'm not following the question. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. That was last year. Arizona. Type of challenges. This is... 
<laughs> like it's unbelievable. It's truly unbelievable. This is like um, a uh, well, I guess you could say Dabo. What type of challenge is Justin Fields? <laughs> it was last year. You'd still be good with it. It was last year. Um, type of challenge it was last is, year. Who was the good pass rusher just, that left for Ohio State? What type of challenges does Chase Young present you? But even that's like more. Yeah, I, I, this is yeah. just totally unacceptable. It's you know? rough. It's I mean, rough. this should be. I mean, it's it's a it's a local guy who just maybe had the story in his head of like, oh man, hey, I remember when these this team played here. There's no way I just must be having deja vu. There's no way they'd get sent to the Holiday Bowl Not twice two years in a row. This can't be right. Years. What I what I love about it is I'm picturing a media scrum, and when it gets to his turn. There's almost an air of cockiness as he begins the question, you know, like, you know, you know, when media members do that, like, you guys all think you're smart. Well, check this out. Coach, what type of challenge? Just, just two quarterbacks. Well, Arizona's got two quarterbacks who played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? You for who? Prepare for that. For Arizona. He's competent and, in it. And here's here's how old that is. Nick Foles. Yeah. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. <laughs> yes. That who's that's who's being referenced right there. Nick Foles. Unbelievable. I tell you what, that is one of the most iconic things from the show. I hadn't listened to that in ten years, and that is just still gold. I want to do quickly this because we had John Niatawa on seven months later in July. He was on, and we asked him because he was a part of that scrum. Okay, yeah. We asked him about it. He gave us the lowdown. Would you like to hear a yes. little bit of Johnny Attell? And he's co-hosting with me. You were gone. Which, by the way, in that last clip we played, I think you were covering a basketball. I you ha- weren't even in studio. I clear- it sounded like yeah, I wanted you were to be. Doing your big hoity-toity. Uh, my Evansville game right, probably. No, that would have been too early in the year. Yeah. That was last year. My bad. That wasn't Evansville. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> here's, here's Johnny Attell bringing it up. Arizona's got two quarterbacks who played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? You for who? Prepare for that. For Arizona? Arizona. I'm, I guess I'm not following the question. Playing Washington. Exactly. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> okay, that was before. That was uh, one of the nominees for the Schnickies. Uh, for most awkward moment between Bo and the media, which we handed out on Friday, go check the podcast. Very enjoyable show, unlike the others that we have. Uh, John, you were there. You tweeted that you were a part. You listened to the Schnickies, and you were a part of all three of those nominees for most awkward moments between Bo and the media. I was. I was there for all of them. I felt a little bit saddened that you guys didn't call me for for a vote. Although I, I was, I was satisfied with it with the winner. The I think. three nominees were. October isn't a very good month for you, is it? Talking right. to Bo after the loss to Texas the following right. Tuesday, alluding to a joke he had the previous month about or the previous week about, hey, October's just not a good month for me, and right. everyone laughed. And then when you lose, no one's in the mood for a laugh. No. Hey, how about that? How about that disease you contracted? That's funny, huh? <laughs> okay, thanks a lot for that. And then, um, and then the other one was JJ with October fourth, September fourth. Right. You know, we've blown that up into something that it shouldn't be. Um, and then the Arizona, the question about Arizona going into last year's Holiday Bowl when they were playing Washington. Uh, what type of challenges? Anybody else? What type of challenges? What type of challenges does that present? You for who? Prepare for that. For Arizona. Arizona. 
My favorite part is when you, you so he goes, when you prepare for them. What type of challenges does that present if you prepare for that? For Arizona. 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 You were there. Uh, we haven't talked to anyone about that who was there at the Arizona question about the Holiday Bowl. Right. Could you please tell us what this gentleman looked like, what was the nature of the setting, and this was obviously after practice, how many reporters were around and who was looking at who when this happened? Everyone was staring at him, just just so you know. But it, it was after practice. Um, you know, it's a really relaxed atmosphere on, on in bowl week. I think. It is. Bo, Bo's in, in, his, in the best mood. I mean, was, I mean, there's probably uh, eight reporters there. Maybe maybe seven even less from the that. World Herald. Seven right. World Herald reporters. Um, <laughs> eight. Uh, Sipple might have been there as well. <laughs> he might have been right. So. It's a good feel story. Thank you, Rich. <laughs> I, I, can't, I know he was a, an older gentleman. I think he was balding. Um, that's kind of how I pegged him. Right. I, I, how, honestly, if you, if you listen him. to his voice, I, I feel like that that's, provides the best imagery that you would need. I mean, I, that's he. You listen know, like, to his voice, paint your own picture, and you're probably right. You're probably right. What type of challenges? What type of challenges? And so what type I, of challenges? At that moment when, he, when he's asking the question, I think – Normally, you know, I, I don't necessarily. I, I think I, my eyes gaze over to the person who's asking the question, but then I just space out for a second. You while just they wait, ask for the the question. St- wait for wait the for storm the storm to pass. Right, I'm just waiting to hear what Bo has to say. So, <laughs> when that question happened, you know, everyone kind of looks over, and then we all just zone out for a second. And then we just, and then everyone just looks back at him like, "What is? Is this a joke?" Now, now the best part about it is that when he says Arizona, and then Bo goes Arizona, Arizona, and then. You can hear Keith Mann, right. the sports information director for football, go, yeah, and then starts to say something and then lays off. Listen to him in the background. Bo, Arizona's got two quarterbacks who have played a lot this year. Both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present? For who? Prepare for that. For Arizona? Arizona. <laughs> that right there at the right, end. Right. Um, and then he's about to say something. As I said on Friday... Where were the October 4th, September 4th crowd? Where were they to help him out? Because you, we all know this. October 4th, September 4th. That took, that took two nanoseconds right. for all you guys, and you were there that day. I was there that day for that. <laughs> to jump in with JJ because Bo was in a mood. Right. And when he's in a mood, you just you don't want to say anything that could possibly set him off, let alone ask a quarterback question right. when he's kind of in a funk. Yeah. In that I, mental state. And so you guys jumped in immediately with October 4th. Maybe it goes back to the mood everyone's in the bowl week. You know what? Let's see how this plays out. I think it's just a more relaxed atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, because I told you off the air before the show that at that moment when, when JJ asked the question, I think October all, 4th, September, September 4th. I think all of us were just <laughs> infuriated that he asked a quarterback question like two minutes in. He ruined our interview. Right. And so when will you make the call on the quarterback? <laughs> right. And so suddenly it happened right, right away. The timing is a very right. important part of right. asking the question. Right. And so you ask that question. Suddenly all the reporters know, OK, this interview's done. We're not going to get anything. good. So we just fire back with the September 4th, October 4th. September. <laughs> you hear, that does you hear sound that? like right. a disgruntled media that knows. All right, we'll help you out here, but thanks for nothing. Right, right. It's October fourth, September fourth. <laughs> it's it's kind of like can hear, I can hear. Who can I hear here? October fourth, September fourth. I can hear Sean Callahan. Yeah, it's Sean in Callahan. He sounds. I, Sean sounds a little bit just depressed. Like <laughs> October fourth. September 4th. <laughs> like, like, all right, we just that's the September 4th of 
We just wasted our time coming coming to Lincoln, Nebraska for October 4th. Oh, September I can't believe 4th. we're here. <laughs> October 4th. Right? September 4th. Uh, so, yeah, when it's bowl week and I don't know, the guys kind of dig. I thought it was joke. I thought there was going to be a joke. I thought it was just going on this 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 whole tangent about Arizona and suddenly he's going to have this kind of funny punchline because, like I said, relaxed atmosphere. You can get away with that with Bo uh, during that week. So I thought. I mean, I knew obviously this guy was, uh, you know, a stringer, a guy who from so, local media. And Dean type. says, "Where was that reporter from? Do you still have any idea?" Uh, no, I, we don't. We didn't even know because what was so funny about it too is after this whole situation got done, the guy just disappeared. Like he just like <laughs> power walked across the field and he was he left, gone. He left. Yeah, and I so don't even did, know if he was a reporter. Did he like, file a story? Did he? No idea. He was from Washington trying to distract Bo, just thinking they were <laughs> awesome. playing somebody else. Right. I mean, what type of challenge? What type of challenges? My goodness. Yeah, that's it's so good to talk to someone who was there. <laughs> this is so refreshing. All right. So wow. there's a little bit of the complete oral history. I got to tell you, uh, I almost got Johnny more Tom. out of that recap of the October 4th, September 4th. That, Isn't that, that great? makes tons of sense. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That, that that's why the rest of the media was so on it for September 4th because it was like, oh, gosh, now Bo's going to be mad and we're going to get zero out of this media session. That was tremendous. Yeah, that was great. And and one thing that was left uncovered was I forgot about the audio bit of uh, of Bo Pelini being very upset in his news conference with the Texas question. So I feel it really isn't a very good month for you, is it? Say it again. So October really isn't a very good month for you, is it? Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else? Thanks. Unbelievable. The image you paint in your head of that, of just Bo walking up to a podium and then just killing a guy with one shot. And every, I'm pretty sure no one really reacts to it. You know, everybody's like, oh, God, that guy died. Bodus killed a guy. Okay. Oh, All right. I want to I want to leave you with this. Uh, last thing before we get out. We've had a, a very long pod, and we, we need to get out of here. Apologize. Uh, that was last pod. <laughs> that was last podcast. <laughs> Thought we'd go 50 minutes. Oh, that was last segment. Um, Eric emails in. This was from Christmas, Christmas Day. Eric, longtime listener, says this, and I have to pl- had to get this audio ready for it. He says, he tweets, God's angel, John Gruden, appeared to Mary and Joseph and said, you're going to move to Egypt and you're going to learn how to speak Arabic. You're going to move to France and you're going to have to speak French. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. That's a That's deep it. dive, uh, but a lot we'll, of levels. We'll be, to like it. Oh, that, uh, that took care of a lot of things here. Um, oh, good. Uh, thanks to everyone. Uh, please uh, go to uh, Shick and Nick, uh, the, uh, the podcast uh, area there. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us some five stars. Help us. Uh, grow the local pod, and uh, we will see you next week. I'm not happy about that. Here we go. That was last year.